Welcome to I Feel Snitty, episode 233, entitled Jack Smith vs. Jackass. I'm your host, Craig Rosnicki. On June 8th, Donald Trump became the first former president to be charged with federal crimes, as he was indicted by a Florida grand jury on 37 felony counts, all relating to his alleged mishandling of classified documents after being fired by the American people and leaving office with a stubby tail between his legs. On June 13th, Donald Trump pled not guilty to all the charges. I read the 44-page indictment last night and wanted to talk to listeners about it today. First off, let's just stand back a moment here. In the past two and a half months, Donald Trump has been indicted on 34 felony counts of falsifying business records at the New York state level, found liable for $5 million in damages for sexual abuse and defamation. It's also been reported due to his recent CNN town hall, Trump could be liable for up to $5 million more in damages, indicted on 37 felony counts of mishandling classified documents at the federal level. According to my math, that's 71 felony charges for the former president, not to, pen- not to mention liability for sexual abuse and defamation at, in a civil suit. And odds are we're not done yet, as Trump will likely be indicted for allegedly tampering with Georgia's voting, as well as his role in the January 6th attacks on our nation's capital. Keeping that in mind, let's turn our attention to the most recent indictment. I keep hearing Republicans make the egregious claim that President Biden is responsible for the indictment and arrest of Donald Trump. I find this antithetical dual personality Trumpers have painted of Biden to be ironically hilarious. What is the one thing for which GOPers continually poke fun at Biden? His age. And more, specific, and more specifically, the claim that he has dementia. According to the right, Biden can't even tie his own shoes, even if they're Velcro, let alone lead a country. Yet, according to these same I'll be nice and call them people, they still somehow believe an allegedly senile Joe Biden can thoroughly investigate Trump's handling of government devices, take the case to a grand jury, and literally be the grand jury in order to indict Trump on 37 felony counts, write a 44-page indictment, and have the former president arrested, all because he's scared shitless of a guy he beat in the 2020 election by over 7 million votes. So President Biden may not know who he is or what day it is, but he can, or- but he can also orchestrate the grandest, most complicated schemes in U.S. history. Well, guess what? Joe Biden may be a guy that can get things done, but even he can't take the place of nine jurors to indict his former political opponent. Michael Keaton in Multiplicity could even pull off that shit. Um, Before anyone tries telling me Special Counsel Jack Smith and Attorney General Merrick Garland are part of the deep state, Jack Smith is a registered independent. And the only people Merrick Garland ever pisses off more than Trumpers are liberals. Don't believe me? Just go to Twitter, type Merrick Garland in the search box, and prepare to wash your eyes with soap due to all the vile and vulgar language you're about to read. I'm also hearing Trumpers whine that since Donald Trump is running for the 2024 presidential election, he can't be indicted. Or at the very least, it's morally reprehensible for him to be indicted. So let me get this straight. Donald Trump couldn't be prosecuted while he was president for four years. For that very reason. And he can't be prosecuted now, 
even though he's not president, because he's running for president. Did I get that right? Does this standard apply to everyone? If a person is facing a federal investigation, no matter how far along the investigation is, the potential defendant can announce they're running for president and the investigation will automatically come to an end? Yeah, that wouldn't cause any problems. Let's play along for a moment, though. Let's say, okay, it'd be wrong for the federal government to undertake an investigation on a person after they announce they'd be running for president in the coming election. Donald Trump didn't announce he was going to be running for the 2024 election until November 15th of last year. When were Trump's attorneys first notified by the National Archives of Missing Presidential Records? May 6th, 2021. That's right, a, f a full year and a half prior to Trump's announcement. What else preceded his announcement? Oh, just subpoenas, surveillance, search warrants. You know, nothing major. So even if we want to go by the nonsensical maggot logic of, well, you can't investigate someone after they've announced they're going to run for president, the investigative process started long before Trump made said announcement. And don't give me this crap that an investigation should automatically end when a person announces they're going to run for president. This kind of rationale reminds me of a story. I was once playing tag with someone, and when I got really close to tagging him, he said, Pause, pause. You can't move anywhere. You have to stop. Pause. Yeah, do you know who that was? My five-year-old son. It's just a game, and he's kind of cute, so he can get away with it. Donald Trump is a 500-year-old man, is the antithesis of cute, and no matter what he may want to believe, the law isn't a game. Well, now I'm, now I'm envisioning him playing tag, and it's not really a pretty sight, so I'm going to move on. While reading the 44-page indictment, a scene from the film Dumb and Dumber kept springing to mind, only with a minor revision. At one point in the movie, Harry, played by Jeff Daniels, tells Lloyd, played by Jim Carrey, Just when I think you couldn't be any dumber, you go and do something like this. After a long pause, he finishes his thought with, and totally redeem yourself. Well, while reading this indictment, that scene kept replaying in my head, but it ended slightly differently. Harry said, Just when I thought you couldn't be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally prove me wrong. Seriously, Donald Trump may be one of the stupidest people in recorded history. There have been numerous series centering around dumb criminals. When all is said and done, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to see the miniseries America's Dumbest Criminal, Donald Trump. Please allow me to share with you just how dumb of a criminal Donald Trump is. I had actually thought about reading the indictment in full, but while it may be very well written, it's about as entertaining as listening to Ben Stein document paint drying. This all started immediately after Trump left the White House on January 20th of 2021. He had hordes of boxes transported to his Mar-a-Lago club. Included in these boxes were classified documents, which Trump was not authorized to possess since he was no longer president. Where did he decide to store these boxes which contained classified information? A ballroom, bathroom and shower, office space, bedroom, and storage room, of course. When I read this, I pictured the classic board game Clue and someone calling out, I know who did it. Donald Trump hid the classified documents in the ballroom because 
He has a lead pipe for a brain. Oh, but it gets worse. Much, much worse. Special Counsel Smith then notes two occasions when Trump showed classified documents to others. Even though it's not chronological, I'm going to mention the first case last, for it's my favorite. Quoting Special Counsel Smith, I actually don't know how his voice sounds, so I'm just going to provide an impression of what I imagine it sounds like. So I'm quoting Jack Smith here. In August or September 2021, at the Bedminster Club, Trump showed a representative of his political action committee who did not possess a security clearance, a classified map related to a military operation, and told the representative that he should not be showing it to the representative and that the representative should not get too close, end quote. Like I said, the dumbest person in recorded history. I know I shouldn't be doing this. I, I can't do this. It's like very, very wrong and illegal. And I'm going to get into big trouble if I do this. But here, let me show you anyway. But like, look at it so you can see. But like, don't look real close so you can't see, you know. Anyway, again, this is highly illegal. So yeah, here. Now for my favorite of the two. Yes, this one is miles better, if you can believe that. On July 21st of 2021, at the Bedminster Club, Donald Trump gave an interview to a writer and publisher who were working on a book. Here's how the interview started. Keep in mind, neither the staffers, writer, nor publisher had any security clearances regarding classified information. Trump. Look what I found. This was this... Senior military officials' plan of attack. Read it and just show. It's interesting. Special Counsel Smith then noted this back and forth later in the interview. Trump. Well, with a senior military official, uh, let me see that. I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Country A. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look, this was him. They presented me this. This is off the record. But they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Writer. Wow. Trump. We looked at some. This was him. This, was done, this wasn't done by me. This was him. All sorts of stuff. Pages long. Look. Staffer. Hmm. Trump. Wait a minute. Let's see here, Staffer. Ha ha. Yeah. Trump. I just found... Isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Staffer. Mm-hmm. Trump. Except it is, like, highly confidential. Staffer. Yeah. Ha ha. Trump. Secret. This is secret information. Look. Look at this. You attack and... By the way, isn't that incredible? Staffer. Yeah. Trump. I was just thinking, because we were talking about it, and you know, he said he wanted to attack Country A and what? Staffer. You did. Trump. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably... Right? Staffer. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to... Trump. Declassify it. Staffer. Figure out, uh, yeah. 
Trump. See, as president, I could have declassified it. Staffer. Yeah. Ha ha. Trump. Now I can't, you know. But this is still a secret. Staffer. Yeah. <laughs> now we have a problem. Trump. Isn't that interesting? America's dumbest criminal. Resorting back to the board game clue for a moment. No one would even need to guess who did it or how it was done. Donald Trump would just tell you. Um, yeah. So would you, would you look at this? This is the candlestick I used to bash the guy over the head in the hall. Isn't that interesting? This has to be the biggest, heaviest, best candlestick the world has ever seen. As I already noted, in May of 2021, the National Archives had started contacting Trump's lawyers about missing presidential records the former president needed to return. On January 17th of 2022, a Trump employee sent only 15 of the seemingly countless boxes of documents to the National Archives. After the National Archives reviewed said documents, it found the following. 14 of the 15 boxes had contained classified information. There were 197 documents with, class with classification markings. Of these, 69 were marked confidential, 98 were marked secret, and 30 were marked top secret. In case you're curious on the differences between the three classifications, confidential means if the document were to get into the wrong hands, it could cause damage to our national security. If the document is classified as secret, its contents getting into the wrong hands could cause serious damage to our national security. And if a document is labeled top secret, the exact wording Special Counsel Smith used to describe it as exceptionally grave damage to our national security. In light of these findings, the National Archives reported the matter to the Department of Justice on February 9th of 2022. On March 30th, 2022, yes, still seven and a half months before Trump's big announcement, the FBI opened a criminal investigation into classified documents at the aforementioned Mar-a-Lago Club. On May 11th, a grand jury issued a subpoena re requiring that Trump return all classified documents. Trump met with a pair of attorneys of his attorneys on May 23rd to discuss the aforementioned subpoena. During this meeting, Trump was reported to have said the following. I don't want anybody looking. I don't want anybody looking through my boxes. I really don't. I don't want you looking through my boxes. What? Well, what if we... What happens if we just don't respond at all or don't play ball with them? Wouldn't it be better if we just told them we didn't have anything here? Well, look, isn't it better if there are no documents? At this meeting, I was, it was eventually decided one of the two attorneys present would return to Trump's Mar-a-Lago Club on June 2nd to look through any remaining documents with classification markings. Between the noted May 23rd meeting and June 2nd, Trump ordered for 64 boxes to be removed from the storage room and moved to Trump's residence. On June 2nd, Trump ordered for 30 boxes to move from his residence to the storage room. Later in the day, as had been scheduled, Trump's attorney looked through the boxes in the storage room, unaware dozens of boxes had been moved to Trump's residence. In the boxes located in the storage room, Trump's attorney found 38 documents with classification markings. Following these proceedings, Trump's attorney notified the Department of Justice on the matter and then contacted a third Trump attorney asking if she would meet him at the Mar-a-Lago Club the following morning to certify his findings. She signed the certification, which read as follows, quote, 
Based upon the information that had been provided to her, A, a diligent search was conducted on the, of the boxes that were moved from the White House to Florida, B, the search was conducted after receipt of the subpoena in order to locate any and all documents that are responsive to the subpoena, and C, any and all responsive documents accompany this certification, end quote. Since Trump had ordered dozens of boxes to be moved from the storage room to its residence and never informed his attorneys of this, the certification was false and thereby, thereby not valid. In July 2022, the FBI reviewed surveillance of boxes being moved at the Mar-a-Lago Club. On August 8th of 2022, the FBI was provided a search warrant for the Mar-a-Lago Club. During the search, the following items were found. 27 documents in Trump's office, 6 marked top secret, 18 marked secret, and 3 marked confidential. 75 documents in the storage room, 11 marked top secret, 36 marked secret, and 28 marked confidential. Special Counsel Smith then lists the 37 felony counts. The first 31 charges are for unlawfully retaining documents regarding national defense. These include 21 documents marked top secret, 9 marked secret, and 1 without a specific classification. Here are a few descriptions of these very documents. Concerning military capabilities of a foreign country and the United States. White House intelligence briefing related to foreign countries, including military activities and planning of foreign countries. Concerning nuclear capabilities of a foreign country. Concerning military capabilities of a foreign country. Concerning military attacks by a foreign country. Concerning military contingency planning of the United States. Concerning projected regional military capabilities of a foreign country and the United States, concerning military options of a foreign country and potential effects on United States interests, concerning foreign country support of terrorist attacks against United States interests, concerning military operations against United States forces and others, concerning nuclear weaponry of the United States, concerning timeline and details of attack in a foreign country, concerning regional military activity of a foreign country. The final six charges are as follows. Conspiracy to obstruct justice, withholding a document or record, corruptly concealing a document or record, concealing a document in a federal investigation, scheme to conceal, and false statements and representations. These charges center around Donald Trump being required to turn over all classified documents by the May 11th grand jury subpoena and saying he did so even though he had ordered dozens of boxes be moved prior to his attorney searching through what he felt were the final remaining documents with classification markings, resulting in a false certification. That is the indictment in a bigly nutshell. Donald Trump and his minions will try to convince you that this indictment is proof of a deep state in government, that other politicians have done the same thing, etc. But like just about everything else Donald Trump says, it's that's not true. Trump has claimed former presidents H.W. Bush, Clinton, W. Bush, Obama, and current President Biden have all been guilty of the same acts. I'll allow CNN fact-checker Daniel Dale to respond. With regard to George H.W. Bush, Dale wrote, George H.W. Bush did not take millions of documents to a former bowling alley in Chinese restaurant. Rather, the National Archives and Records Administration took Bush's presidential documents to this facility prior to the opening of the Bush Presidential Library in the same city. With regard to Bill Clinton and George W. Bush, Dale said this, Trump's claims about Clinton and George W. Bush are inaccurate in precisely the same way. National Archives and Records Administration not the former presidents themselves, but the documents in temporary storage of National Archives and Records Administration managed facilities at the former car dealership in Arkansas and warehouse in Texas. 
Similarly, Barack Obama was cooperative with the National Archives and Records Administration, and President Biden has been as well. So the comparisons aren't even apples to oranges in quality. They're apples to nuclear weapons. Assuming Jack Smith isn't playing around here, and I generally don't believe he is, the indictment is quite damning. There appears to be solid evidence on Trump illegally retaining national defense-related classified documents in the first 31 counts, as well as evidence to showcase he attempted to mislead the FBI, grand jury, even his attorneys on the classified documents he both turned over and retained for the remaining six counts. With an indictment this damning, I honestly don't believe the prosecution needs to even find a motive. Donald Trump broke these laws, and the prosecution has the evidence to prove it. Why he did it isn't really relevant on that front. Having said that, I'm still curious. What in the Sam Hill was this guy thinking? Why? What was the purpose? I'm going to think of a few possible reasons. One, Trump never met a dirty deal he didn't like. So possessing such classified information regarding the U.S. government could provide quite the leverage to such a deal. Two, Russia seems to have something on Trump. Whether it's video of the golden showers or evidence of financial fraud, he's come across as more fearful of Vladimir Putin than Matt Gates is afraid of women over the age of 18. So, if that is indeed the case, perhaps Trump told Putin, Hey, if I get you some classified info, are we cool? 3. The guy couldn't let go of the fact he lost the election and insisted on keeping a few classified documents to make himself feel important like he was still president. 4. Another possibility is the guy is the stupidest son of a bitch this side of a drunken Lauren Boebert playing pin the tail on the donkey with an air of 15. To this point, he was never held accountable by law. So why does he have to even have to know what they are or even acknowledge they exist? No matter the reason, the law may have finally caught to him. And regardless of the false equivalents, whataboutisms, and plain just plain hogwash he may spew. He should listen to this quote. Quote, In my administration, I'm going to enforce all laws concerning protection of classified information. No one will be above the law. End quote. Who said this? Donald Trump, on August 18th of 2016. He also reportedly said, after Robert Mueller was appointed to lead the Russia probe, quote, I'm fucked. End quote. Yes, yes, you most certainly are. And that's it for today's episode. Until next time, you can find me on Amazon, Podbean, Twitter, Facebook, Blogger, and YouTube. This has been I Feel Snitty with Craig Rosnicki. Take care.